Explosion Network's Fast and Furious podcast, and we don't have friends. We have family. Each week in the lead up to Fast and Furious 9, we shall be cracking a corona to discuss the films, characters, music, and more of the Fast Saga. Well, this is the last episode, so that's what we was doing. My name is Dylan Blight, and joining me, Ashley Holbein. Hey Dylan, excited to be here, but I'll only give you until I finish my cuppa, and I'm fucking thirsty. <laughs> yes, very good. Elsa here, Kira Marchant. Dylan, if you keep going like that, I'm going to knock that microphone so far up your ass that Ashley's going to have to talk into your asshole to make it record. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you sit there trying to reword that to make it make sense in this context? <laughs> Look, I just picture you sitting there. There was a there was definitely a pause halfway somewhere in there that I was like quickly my brain yeah. was like buffering. It was like yeah. you know you got a YouTube video on poor internet or Ashley's normal internet. Ashley's internet, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it just spins there for a second, but you're good. You just keep working through it. You got there. All right, so this is the last episode until we talk about the brand new Fast and Furious Night. Of course, we're talking about Fate of the Furious. This week was released in 2017, directed by F. Gary Gray, written by Chris Morgan. Also of note, this is the last, unless he returns for 10, this is seemingly the last Chris Morgan one after he did three till uh, eight. So, uh, the main cast, Vin Diesel, Jason Statham, Dwayne Johnson, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Chris Lucas, Bridges, Charlize Theron, Nathalie Nathal- Nathal- Emmanuel, oh, Natalie, one? Kurt Russell, Luke Evans, Elsa, what? Natalie, Natalie. oh, sorry, yeah, Natalie, Natalie Emmanuel, uh, Kurt Russell, Luke Evans, Elsa Pataki, Christopher... Hivy? I'm assuming that Jay's silent in his name, right? Surely. Like Finnish or whatever he is from Game of Thrones, dude. Wouldn't it be silent? Hivju or Hiv- Hivu? I'm going with Hivu. And Scott Eastwood. So, synopsis for this film is when a mysterious woman seduces Dominic Toretto into the world of terrorism and betrayal of those close to him, the crew faces trials that will test them as never before. You want to play like that? This is impossible. Which is I <laughs> explain this one. All this podcast kept being like, Kieran hasn't watched eight. Kieran like, hasn't watched eight. Yeah, Kieran hasn't watched yeah. eight. So mm-hmm. you watch it the other day. I'm like, oh, so did it? How did? How did? You know, just give me a little heads up. How, look, how are you look, feeling? I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. I relaxed. I watched it like immediately. I think we finished recording um, the episode for episodes uh, for Fury Seven. We stopped recording. We I like literally ditched these two. I was like, guys, you built this up for me. I'm going to ditch you. I'm going to, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I'm going to go watch Fate of the Furious. So I start watching Fate of the Furious. I'm like, oh yeah, this, this Dominican Republic, Costa Rica, wherever they are, this, this, this part, very familiar. I've already said that. Very familiar. Cuba. Thank you. It's, it's pretty much the same place. Um, as you keep watching, as I kept watching, just more and more of it just seemed more and more familiar. Like just, just as if I'd already watched it before. And then I think I remember watching it one night a, a year or two ago where I was like half asleep or sick and I just like woken up or like watched flashes of it and like and got to the Elena bit and I was like, you know what? I do know about Elena and the kid. I do know this. Uh, you know, I know about that. So, um, okay, let's, let's keep going with this. Uh, 
on. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yep. I've seen Dom at this bit. Okay. Yep. I've seen it. Oh, yep. I'd seen like a lot of it. I'd seen up until the New York section. I definitely hadn't seen um, Helen Mirren's section because, like, I she blew my mind in with her accent throughout that whole bit. Well, I was thinking about because you told me, and I thought New York section was like closer to then. But like, then when I thought about it, I'm like, New York's before she kills Elena. Yeah, it's before she kills Elena, and it's before Helen Mirren. It's so it's before a lot of the stuff. Yeah, actually. So there's like a decent yeah. portion of the movie. I think, yeah, I, I just kind of put it down to me just completely blanking out or like just being in some kind of comatose state and then realizing at to, up to the New York bit that I wasn't properly paying attention and then turning it off to watch it another time. And then until we did this podcast, I just never got around to watching it. So so overall, how, how do you how, how was you feeling about it when, um, when you got to then? Did you like it or did you not like it? Because of course, it I've was- been talking a lot of shit about it. It was middle of the way. I'm not as invested in hating it as much as you are. Um, I understand your point of view, though, and what little we discussed the other day about it. Um, I really enjoyed... I enjoyed, like, the humor and the more comedic sections of this movie. Um, The... (laughs) Like, it's just... I don't know. It didn't have the... For me, it didn't... Coming off of... Um, coming off of Fury 7 and how the end of that impacted and just kind of the narrative fidelity of it. And, and as I've been saying throughout this whole, you know, recording this and watching these movies step by step, Fast and Furious actually has some pretty good narrative work in it. Like it's actually written like somewhat reasonably. And it, even though it's over the top shit, it seems to still be written well and with its thought process in mind. You can write a good action movie. It doesn't, you, you yes. can't compare a drama, Academy Award winning yeah, drama exactly. to Fast and Furious. Like they're trying to do different things and you kind of rate it on what it's trying to do, is my yeah. argument for why Fast and Furious is a good franchise. Yeah. It's just some of that narrative kind of goes out the window. So the narrative side of things in this movie is not that great. Um, but other than that, like, The Rock is The Rock, and it's kind of weird seeing him so much in this movie and so much ro- revolving around him, um, which I guess they de- they desperately needed because of the whole storyline of Dom being bad or, like, you know, him having to play on the other side. You needed another kind of lead character to kind of take the reins a little bit of the yeah. good side. So I, th- I think a lot of this movie is... I think the plot of this movie would have worked, worked a lot better if Brian was in it. Yes. Yes, 100%. It would have had a lot more of a lead anchor to dram- to like dramatize that and whatever else because like it's one thing to see Letty of course upset, but our main sort of member in that group, they center it on Hobbs as being like the main one there now and it's like no, like there's no anchor, and that, that's the other thing. Like I haven't watched this since I saw it in theater. This is my second time watching it, and any scene with the group, I'm just like, that. Like it just feels off. The only so person, off. the only person who actually feels emotionally distraught from the whole thing happening with Dom is Letty. Yeah, like the rest of the group, they're kind of in this weird spot where they're still they're friends of Dom and they've worked with Dom over the last couple. But I don't think they've ever kind of surpassed and gone further into a, like a friendship or a relationship with him. Like they are still. Well, you think no, about they, it. Most of Roman, them are there because of yeah, Brian. Roman and Tej are both Romans. Uh, uh, Brian's friends. 
Brian's friends. Yeah, they're all Brian's friends apart from Letty. Rams. Yeah. And Ra- well, Ramsey, she's new. new. Yeah. She doesn't know fucking Dom really. The and the only person who could have been in this movie who would could have they could have like had another storyline about them being equally upset about Dom crossing would have been Han. That's yeah. the only other person. But he's not there. Brian's not there. So you're left with this weird group of old like Brian's friends who don't really know much about Dom of them when they was introduced to him a couple films ago. Like not enough to be like, man, this like I've got a real connection to this guy. <laughs> you know, yeah. sort of thing. That's yeah. why it makes the whole movie feel so weird. And then they like center it around Hobbs, and Hobbs is like, Oh, brother, you betrayed us the wrong, <laughs> the wrong time. Like it's not emotionally interesting. You know, there's also like they try and do this playoff thing towards the end. The big reveal that Dom's been planning on how he's going to turn on Cipher and and bringing in the Shores and everything, blah 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 blah, and how he did that. That was cool, but at the same time, I wish there had been more connection to him trying to connect with the people that are actually in his group of quote unquote friends or his family you know, somehow involving Letty in some way and then they have this big reveal that everybody's kind of knows what's going on or it's all been working as part of the mm-hmm. plan instead of team. Because it just feels really weird that other than, like, everybody's super in the dark about what's going on with Dom and it's like kind of like Dom's just... And I understand what he's like for his kid and everything, but at the same time, it's 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 just, yeah, seems a little kind of disconnected. Ash, what are your thoughts on this movie? Because I think I remember you liking it more than I did when we talked about it at release, I think. Did we talk about it at release? I honestly, I yeah, probably should look that up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It, it, it's definitely less memorable than every other film, I think. Except maybe maybe The Fast and the Furious. I feel it's like, is it that end of the scale? Um, but more importantly, watching it after the... Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. It's this is clearly a prelude to that. You yep. can see all the all the little bits and pieces that are sticking in there to build up to that movie. Um, yep. Yeah, it, it's it feels less like a proper Fast and Furious entry. Yeah, that's that's definitely something I noticed this time too. Having watched the Hobbs and Shaw thing, where just watching this movie, I'm like, this is just a gateway. Like it's. It's just so obviously a gateway to getting to that movie, which is why it. I think that just it just makes the whole movie weird. But it, like, I, I didn't like it less than I already liked it because I, you know, I gave it a six, right? So that's what I reviewed it at six. I think it's okay because there are some strong scenes in it. I think the I think Cipher is a cool bad guy. I think yeah. Charlize Theron makes a good uh, evil character. She does that well. Um, I think the Dom storyline stuff is actually interesting. Um, like just anytime he's in the plane, like those emotional scenes with like seeing the child for the first time, Elena being shot, like all that sort of stuff. Vin Diesel's actually somewhat acting, which is a thing. Um, not just grunting and whatever else. So that's all cool. But then, yeah, every time it kind of switches back to the family being after him, I'm like, there's no, like, it just feels empty and weird. Um, little nobody pisses me off shit character um <laughs> of course i've got a million problems with, De- with deckard shaw in this um especially by the time we get to the, to the end of the movie and even more so than before a lot of it just feels like set up for the spin-off movie like we're talking about um 
And then also the action scenes, and I kind of teased this last week and I have not changed my mind. The action scenes are just non-eventful. Like they seem like there's a lot happening, but I honestly think the action scenes in this movie are the least exciting of the entire franchise, in my opinion. Like all of them, I mean, all of them. The, the yeah, least exciting, even least anything. exciting. The two Fast and Furious, less exciting than Fast and Furious. Like the, at least that tanker. The opening of Fast and Furious Four is more exciting than that action scene. Is more exciting than any of the action scenes in this, in my opinion. Yeah. The only thing I guess that comes kind of close to being interesting is the New York section. But other than that, the end scene was kind of bland. You know, not even Rock kicking a torpedo is any interesting. <laughs> I think. Towards the end, I think Cypher becomes a lot less of an interesting um, villain because the moment the Shores enter that plane, she's screwed. Like, there's no... Like, she's just on the downhill. I know that's kind of a thing where she's been in control the entire movie and whatever, but she's just up until, you know, and when the Shores get on, you're like, oh, okay, She's got nothing to, as soon as the baby's good, she doesn't do anything to try and turn the tables back in her favor or alter things. Her henchman dude gets immediately destroyed by Dom. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's just a little bit lackluster in terms of the villain and what they're trying to do. Uh, it doesn't help that she's the only villain, really. Like in the last couple of films, we've had um, Gina Carano. Yeah, Tony Jarrah in the last one, like someone formidable to actually fight against the crew. Um, I think that's probably, again... I believe you'll find that's supposed to be Christopher... Hiv- yeah, but what's character. he do in the entire movie? He, does he actually get into any fights? No. He, like, points a gun at Letty, and then he gets he points a gun at Letty at the end, and then Dom hits him with a, something. I can't remember. Is he in with a car? It's nothing. Slams him on the car and then he fucking breaks yeah, his neck. Yeah, it's not like a massive fight scene. And I think that's probably, again, because uh, Paul Walker's not there. And uh, like you said, a and previous he one. was the one. Yeah, he was the one that pushed for more fight scenes because he did martial arts and yeah. whatever else. So, yeah. And I definitely feel, and I mean, I, I like, that's the thing. Like, I like a lot of F. Gary Gray's other films. I just don't think he was a good pick for this. I, I I don't think he has it for this. I think it takes something to 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 make an action film with ridiculously unbelievable things feel exciting and yet also somewhat realistic within the grounds of the world. And Justin Lin has proved time and time again that he has the knack for doing that. And even James Wan with Seven proved that he could do that also. Which of course then he got Aquaman and. Um, you know, uh, Justin Lin got Star Trek off this, but FK Gray, and he's done action stuff before, but none of it I really like. I like he's more like non-action stuff, which kind of just says stuff, you know? It's, so. it's even interesting in just the buildup of reveals and stuff like that in this movie. Like, you know, they made a big thing about having a tank or them having that lightweight tank, but they never made like a Fast and Furious moment where it comes like bursting out of nowhere and reveal that, they're using the tank in the situation or anything. It was no, kind just of there. just there. <laughs> they just drive up. The whole thing yeah. is about having um, Roman in the Ferrari, which like in the eh, snow. Cool. Like they it's a, spot it's you a, or whatever. It's a Lamborghini. It's okay though. It's a Lamborghini, it's, bro. It's a Lamborghini, but it's fine. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just doesn't feel like there's that kind of hype moments in the movie where you, you have those, this is fucking stupid, but I love it and I'm having fun and I'm hyped by yeah. it. 
And in, on a similar regard, like the, I think there's some good songs on the soundtrack, but I think the songs in the movie themselves are just w- weirdly underplayed and underused, and you don't have any like particular memorable Fast and Furious moment where like a song's playing and it's like badass or whatever like you think back to seven heaps of like scenes where music would be blasting and like you know james one they filmed a bunch of those like quick shots around the the dance parties and whatever else because that's fast and furious you know like the, the franchise started with that sort of stuff and that's always made the movies feel the way they are somewhat um and then this you've got nothing like the songs will just kind of kick in as you watch like Dom drive over the bridge to New York and it comes up to Tile saying New York or whatever, but it just doesn't feel exciting. Like this movie just lacks a lot of something. And I, I, I know it's like, it'd be weird to put the entire blame on like being the one after such a tragic loss, of course, but I, I really do feel like people were just fumbling for what to do now, you know? And like, it's like, we got to do this. Don't do this. Like Vin Diesel talked about how the opening scene was because Brian loved having to start with that car race and whatever else that they did that to honor him. And I'm like, yeah, but the race was shit. So (laughs) the race was shit and it has no impact on the rest of the movie. Oh, excuse me. That that one guy 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 helped in the van. Oh, I guess, but the most ridiculous moment in, (laughs) he did all that. I was there. I came all the way for four, four and a half minutes. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you came all the way from whoop whoop yeah wherever the Cuba. where again um Cuba yeah Puerto um Rico. so let's jump into it I just remembered something I did put on notes that I had to mention but um so we'll mention that first updating into the family tree Leo Santana's Santonas whatever who we last saw in the casino and we're presumed dead or gone they're alive Yay. they're still part of the group Dom calls Ooh. them in for help they show up for a hot they're the part of the beach minute two minute yeah <laughs> whatever yeah. they come back quickly so they're still around they're still kicking will we see them in the next movie i would presume so because justin's Lin, justin lynn's coming back and he likes him invented those characters so yeah i i would expect them to be back but yeah they're they're, they're kicking um so apparently deckard is now part of the family according to this movie which of course i hate um and the main reason that i hate it obviously is because it just is a load of bullshit and it's why we've got hashtag justice is coming because the guy killed Han he only helped out but does he does at this point at this point there has to be some somebody does anybody know that Han's still alive at this point no don't you know they can it in the next movie we we have to take we're looking at this movie with what we know not with assuming what they may like it could be like how last movie what are you it talking about? We know, we've been that, watching all these movies knowing that we're going to be watching Nine and Han comes back. Yeah, but I don't know if they, how they're going to retcon it to make me feel better about... But then also showing. you could have you could have that stuff like, you know, how last movie you, f- you didn't feel weird about Elena's and Dom's interaction because you know what it's about and you know the behind the scenes to that. I don't think... I just think there's... It's just the same thing. Justin Lin could save it. I'm hoping he does, but he'll at the fi- moment, it, watching fine. this movie, my feelings are still the same. Like the fact that they purpose, because this is this is it, this is all it feels like to me. They solely use this movie as a platform to make the spin-off, and to get to the spin-off, they have to turn uh, they have to turn the audience around on Deckard, Deckard Shaw and make the audience think of him as an anti-hero, not a villain. So this I movie turns the table. That I don't think that's true. I think they just felt that. 
I think to rep- to quote unquote replace Brian, they needed both The Rock and Shaw. One of them wasn't good enough. But they're well, not going to be in F nine. So what difference does it make? Yeah, the fuck does it matter? But that I think that's what they thought at this point in the creative process was that uh, it's they blatantly obvious from watching this movie they had the spin off in plan as they were making it. Have you watched the spin-off? I, yeah, I have. It's very long. <laughs> it's very long. It's I will say, long. I think they should have not had the Harker in this film and saved it for the spin-off because that would have yeah, been. Yeah, they do it again. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, <sighs> it would have been cooler if it was just in a sec in the spin-off. In, ca- in case anyone doesn't know, by the way, so Chris Morgan, as I said, this is the last Fast and Furious that he's wrote. He, he Chris Morgan did not write Fast and Furious Nine. Um, someone someone else got hired to do that. Um, I, I'm hoping that he got fired for fucking up hard by Justin Lin. He's like, I'm not doing the movie if that fucker is writing this. Who <laughs> fucked up hard? I get out of here. Maybe they but got Chris beef. Morgan, I maybe. Um, Chris Morgan did write the spinoff, and he is apparently writing the second one of the spinoff as well. So Chris Morgan has been writing these films since three, and now he's jump shipped over to the spinoffs. It, it seems he's taken off over there, which I'm like, whatever. So, yeah, he wrote the Harker in this and then wrote it again in Hobbs and Shaw. Like, dude, <laughs> get some new ideas. <laughs> you can't just have him do it in two movies. Come on. It's a bit excessive. At least split them up every second movie, Harker time. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking slow well, it down. Well, you know, it wasn't they, this was a Harker with little girls at a soccer game. Yeah, little white girls. And the Harker, the... <laughs> <laughs> and the haka in the next one is burly Samoan men. Yeah, um, so you completely undercut to the fight by having a bunch of little girls do it as a joke. Don't know if it's a joke. Did you see the other team? They were intimidated. Yeah, their their reaction this is, is the you joke. know what this shows the tactile the tactileness of of Hobbs right because he's looked at his team. He knows his players aren't very good. <laughs> he knows then they they don't have a chance at the championship. But if they do the Harker before the game and make the other girls terrified of them beforehand, easy. I mean that's a general idea of the Harker anyway. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> tactile, tactile. He's doing it. He's just he's a big thonker. Um. Yeah, anyway, that that's that's my problem. Of course. Uh, when we talk about nine next week, it's going to be, I presume, a big part of the conversation about if they, if, in my eyes, do, do they or do they not solve this major problem? Um, because I, I look, I'm going to be more than happy to go back if I watch all of, the, if I do this whole rewatch thing in a lead up to ten. I don't know, but in a world that if I do, and I could rewatch eight after nine and feel better about it because of what nine did, I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm if all we, for some retconning. <laughs> if um if we rewatch them again for the lead up to ten, can I not watch the end of seven so I don't ugly cry again? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all we're doing. No, we're just doing ten so episodes of season two of this is just the end of that talking about. It. Um and then another person we add to the family in this is of course Baby Brian, who will get his own movie in a couple of years. In yeah, only probably. a couple years? No, he's yeah, not just gonna show up in the this spy races cartoon. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Fuck it. Go for gold. Um, and then on the bad guy fam- family tree, Cypher is going to turn out to be connected to everyone and Thanos. That is just my theory. I mean, <laughs> they went, hey, Luke Shaw, he's they, connected to everything that happened to you prior in this franchise. He was the guy pulling all the strings. 
Well, guess what? There was another person pulling his strings this entire time. Crazy. Yeah. This, this movie does what uh, they did in James Bond um, in 007 a couple years ago. Spectre. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, Spectre. They're literally just like Cypher was the person who that person was working for, that person was working for, that person was working for. Like everyone comes back to Cypher. Like for this, for the entire like last, uh, what? Yeah, for, since five, I guess. No. No, since four. Six. Six. Well, not four. four. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, since no, four. That guy, four. That guy does work for that guy. So you're right. Yeah. So they're all connected since four. They all they, they all topple up to Cypher. So that that's why, honestly, if we get down to 10, like if 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 we get to 10 and it's going to be Cypher's got all the bad guys out of prison and we're doing no. fu- some fucking Avenger shit, let's go. Let's no. go. Off to no. the moon. Listen. But let's be honest. Listen. Bad guy for oh, F10 okay, needs to be Josh Brolin. <laughs> in a mocap soup as Charlize Theron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. As a clone well, of Brian. No, it's just, we all got a week. Scarlett Johansson can play harm. <laughs> we've all got a week to prepare for John Cena to be part of the family. <laughs> I mean, technically yeah, I mean, he's part of the family. Yeah, he's, he's blood. He's blood, so, so it's hard to, it's hard but, to cross blood. out. But blood isn't thicker than family. Blood is not always. What, what are they saying? The tra- What's the line in the trailer? That's the one. Blood isn't always. Family is not. No. What they Blood say? is not always yeah, family. Yeah, blood's not always. Yeah. Yeah. What, what a tagline. What yeah. a tagline. Are we are we, are we? are we? Are we getting to my favorite part of the show yet? Uh, yes, we are. Let's go to yeah. favorite line. And because you really want busting, um, you can go first, Karen. I feel like someone's gonna steal mine, but anyway, it's fine. <laughs> He's got this thing. It can see like everything. It's like it's called the devil's bum hole or something. Yeah, it's called the god's eye. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Helen Mirren. <laughs> you just Helen- had a, a, a date with Helen Mirren. She's also also she's the best part in the spin-off movie. Oh, well, she is easily like yeah. in this. Oh, she's just so. It's fun. your brother, like, mate. Just, <laughs> just the accent is so good. Oh, oh, dick. You made me cry. <laughs> Take your brother. Yeah. Take your brother. Yeah. The best part of the spinoff is her and um, the girl, the sister. She's great. And also the best part of the shores in this movie is Helen Mirren. So. Yeah. Oh, I don't uh, know. Decker no? Shore is pretty good. No, nah, fuck off. Uh, Ash, what's your favorite line? Let me tell you something. Me and you, one-on-one. No one else around. I beat your ass like a Cherokee drum. Um, and my line is also a similar one that Kieran fucked up before, but also <laughs> the proper version, which is, I'm going to knock your teeth so far down your throat, you'll have to shove a toothbrush up your ass to brush them. Again. Because it's actually quite funny. The Rock and Jason Statham get all the good lines. And yep. Helen yep. Mirren. Yep. All yeah. for the spinoff. Yep. I will say, Ashley, how do you feel? Because Dylan doesn't like it because it's 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 pandering to people so they like him more than they like Han. I really enjoyed the Deckard and Baby Brian scene. Like, I enjoyed him just, you know, talking and just... Yeah, he's, he's, everybody likes kids, you know? They soften you up. It's just great. You know what just, I like? You know, Listen. More than kids. Non-Chris Pan. Non-Chris Pan. Fucking hell Well he isn't crispy You know as I was watching the last scene I'm like 
wow, he's not actually at the barbecue. Like, there were tons of shots. He's, like, not in it. And then the very last shot before the end of the movie, he's in that shot right next to... They could have made him, like, return the baby and then left. No, that's my problem. <laughs> I mean, you can fix it. <laughs> Maybe. I honestly may have felt better if the last scene was him returning the baby and Vin Diesel just be like, I respect what you've done for me, well, yeah, but... You and me, we aren't cool. Also, you know, like some sort of like yeah. mutual, like you're well, walking away. Is, I, right? I thank you for helping me, but you ain't fucking staying for D- the barbecue. Dylan, but he Dylan, stays for I the have... barbecue. Dylan, I have some really, um, I have some really heartbreaking news for you. And this oh, might be a, a truth that you're not ready to hear. Mm-hmm. Dom's baby is more important to Dom than Han is. Oh, that's his fucking loss, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, because he he got the baby back. So. <laughs> he didn't call it Han, fucking piece of shit. What is like Brian's still alive? I'll call it Brian. Han's dead. Calls the baby Brian. Fucking fake friend. Well, it'd be kind of you know whitewashing to call it Han. Call it no. Call it. Well, Homer. maybe what? we don't know. It's, we don't know. It's we don't I know. Think, its middle I name. It, it might be, be Brian Han. No, it's m- middle name's Marco. Oh, fuck. Call it Brian. Han, what's the guy who died from number one? <laughs> Maybe Jesse. Dom already. Jesse, Dom? what's the guy from died number Kevin? five or whatever? No, no that's the actor. What's, you know, the, oh, the dude fucking who, Vince. 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 Vince, yeah. Brian, Han, Jesse, Vince, Vince. Marco, Toretto. Toretto. <laughs> Marco, Toretto. <laughs> Get on this fastandfurious.fandom.com. We've got the official uh, Wikipedia knowledge of the characters' names over here. Uh, okay, so <laughs> moving on from favorite line, let's get into the mix. Of course, picking two songs each to chuck into the ultimate Fast and Furious playlist. I'll chuck mine out first this week. So I had, and once again, I'll say that I don't think the soundtrack's used well in the movie, but uh, Candy Paint, Post Malone, because I'm just, I'm a Posty fan. And then Good Life, the G-E-Z-N Kalali, Kalani, that song. The good Life, Good Life, Good Life. It's like the key song, I guess, from the movie. Um, Kieran, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Seize the Block by Migos and uh, Mamacita by Little Yachty and Rico Nasty. Say that one again. Rico? Rico Nasty. Because that shit's just nasty. What do you got, Ash? I got Go Off by Little Ooze Verts and uh, (laughs) (laughs) Little Ooze Verts. Ash, Ash, this is this shows that you barely play shooters or first-person shooters. It's clearly Uzi. Yep. Uh, and then don't get much better than don't get much better by a bunch of people. <laughs> by a bunch of people. <laughs> no, you need to try and say them. Jeremy, Ty, Dollar Sign, yeah, yeah, sure. Sage the Gemini. Yeah, sure. Okay. There you go. It was or three three dollar, dollar, dollar sign, iron. <laughs> it's tie dollar sign, I believe is how you say <laughs> the person's name. Um, all right. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Looks like we're all <laughs> NOS this week. Oh, no. no we're out of NOS. More. I'll be saying oh. it one more time. The podcast's not over. We've got another episode oh. left. Um, 
Yeah, of course, this is the, the last one. We're, we're, next week, we'll be talking about the movie. Uh, so, of course, come back oh. to make sure you can hear all that. You can follow us all on Twitter by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter, Fast and Furious 9. Next week, probably, presumably, have a review up before this drops or, like, shortly after as well. So, you can find that on explosionnetwork.com. So, look out for that one as well. And don't forget that justice is coming. Thank God. I finished my cuppa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and is it though? <laughs>